The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We are talking Thanksgiving weekend football. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking? Something up Welcome into an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Now's the time to get your jerky, get you all ready for your stocking stuffers, or just your hunting snack, or whatever it is that you're doing these days. Go to RighteousFelon.com, use the code STOVE15, S-T-O-V-E-1-5, you're guaranteed at least 15% off your purchase. And uh, try out some of the great flavors they have there. Uh, my favorite, bootlegging barbecue. Uh, you can get that one. Soul Survivor, uh, Foul Capone, all kinds of great flavors there on RighteousFelon.com. Uh, so check it out. Use the code STOVE15 and get yourself some jerky. Get your family some jerky. And uh, enjoy some time uh, throughout the holiday season with Righteous Felon Jerky. I'm your host, Vince Stover, joined as I am every Wednesday by my dad, Dale Stover. Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. All ready for Thanksgiving weekend here. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, so I actually went out um, today and uh, did a little bit of nature watching, supposedly hunting, but nature watching. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try it again in the morning and see what happens, but uh Nonetheless, uh, a little bit of time off of work, some time with family. My wife's family's in town, so um, some time with family and a lot of football this weekend uh, going on and uh, looking forward to what is ahead this week. And we want to start the show talking college football. We have a new team in the college football playoffs with Washington jumping Florida State. Uh, most would assume that it's because Florida State lost their quarterback for the rest of the season. And I don't think they should get docked for that personally. Um, I think until they lose, then they were number four. So, I mean, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, Ohio State or Michigan is going to lose this week, which means if Florida State and Washington win, Georgia wins, the top four is pretty easy. Uh, but Washington did. I'll tell you what, with the game this weekend, I really thought Washington should have been in the top four, were worthy of a top four. And uh, and they did jump Florida State. So uh, do we think it's going to be Georgia, Washington, Florida State and the winner of Ohio State, Michigan? Or do we think that one of these other one loss teams is going to jump into this final four? Um, it's really hard to say because there's going to be um, conference championship games, right? For so most, you, yeah. you'll have Georgia playing Alabama. You'll have some of these one loss teams involved in the playoff. So um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I think Washington deserves to be in the top four. I would have put them in ahead of Florida State. But like you said, Michigan, Ohio State, somebody's going to lose this week. It may depend on kind of on how that game goes also. But um, I wouldn't think both of them um, 
would get in. Uh, definitely don't think Michigan will get in if they lose because of strength of schedule. Um, right. So, you know, um, it, you know, like I said, when you said, well, it should be pretty simple, it usually never quite ends up that way. So I'll be glad when we get to next year and have more teams in it. I think that'll be really exciting and be better in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a chance Oregon jumps in. Um, I think if Michigan loses to Ohio State and if Florida State loses again, they're without their quarterback. So Florida State loses this week to Florida um, and Oregon wins a, a big game against Oregon State, I think Oregon could jump up into the top four as well. Um, just knowing, first of all, you got the Jim Harbaugh situation going on. So I don't think that Michigan's going to get any benefit of the doubt uh, this year. So um, it's interesting to see. I think right now, Georgia, uh, Ohio State, Washington, I think they're the best teams in the country. I still don't have the respect on Michigan. I, I mean, their schedule is weak this year. I'm not impressed by it. So, uh, and they cheated all year. So, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not impressed by Michigan at all. So I, I think those are the three best teams. I think I like Oregon more than I like Florida State. Uh, as well. So I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes down at the end of the day. Texas and Alabama, of course, are right there with one loss as well. Louisville's one loss, but they're at 10. They're behind a two-loss Missouri right now. And I guess if Alabama lost this week, maybe Missouri plays in the championship. I'm not sure how that breakdown goes um, off the top of my head. So anyways, uh, it's it's been a fun college football season so far. Some good games this week. Not a ton of great games necessarily. Uh, but of course, the Michigan Ohio State game is the one that that leads uh, leads all games uh, this week. It's an important one. It's at Michigan. Michigan is the favorite uh, going into this one um, as well. Again, they, they're without their coach. Um, does that motivate them or does that hurt them? Would be the question there. And uh, and of course, they've won. Uh, now uh, Michigan has over Ohio State, so they feel like they're in control of things. I just think Ohio State's the better team, Dad. Um, how do you think this one shakes down? Well, I, I think Ohio State is too, but like said, um, I, I I think the thing with Harbaugh will be a tremendous motivator for Michigan. I don't think there's any doubt about it with this game being at home and everything there. But Ohio State, you know, like I said, have lost now twice in a row in this game. And um, I think they'll be ready, and I do think they're the better team. And, um, it, you know, it, it should be quite a game. But, um, you know, Michigan, again, has not played a real great schedule, but obviously they've got some good players. And I do think motivation-wise, you know, they're using this every way they can um, from there. So, but, um, we, I, I, you know, I definitely am for Ohio State. And um, I, you know, I think they are the better team. So, um, and if they win, then that's really all that matters. Obviously, if they win, then you're going to hear everything about, well, we didn't have our coach and whatever. But, you know, he, he agreed to the, you know, he agreed to the punishment, um, which means there was a lot more he wanted to stay away from. I so agree. no doubt about that. And um, so we'll see where it goes um, in the future. Yeah, when they accepted the the disciplinary action, the three game suspension, and then the agreeance was to not look any deeper into it. I mean, come <laughs> on now, that's wild. Um, but hey, whatever. Um, Michigan has has kind of squeaked out their last two wins. 
They beat Maryland by a touchdown. Um, they beat uh, Penn State by nine. So I guess it's not really squeaking it out. But um, I, I, Ohio State is better than Maryland uh, by a lot. And so I, I think this is going to be a tough game. And maybe Michigan was looking past Maryland, um, whatever it may be. But Ohio State, granted they played bad teams, they've only had allowed six points in the last two weeks. And uh, that's saying something, even though it was Minnesota and Michigan State. Um, but, I mean, everything seems to be the odds and all that kind of stuff seem to be in Michigan's favor. Uh, McCord is a better quarterback than McCarthy. Um, his stats say that uh, as well. The running game is is relatively even. I, I'd give it to Michigan slightly. Um, Corum is is a really really solid running back as well. Marvin Harrison Jr. Dad, he's over a thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns on the year. He's my MVP vote, my MVP, my Heisman vote uh, for this college football season as well. Um, I don't know. I don't think this game is going to be as tight as maybe some people think it's going to be. I think Ohio State wins this by at least two scores. Um, this week against uh, Michigan. Outside of that, Dad, uh, Oregon, Oregon State face off this week. Oregon State ranked number 16, even with three losses. Oregon at number six with one loss. Oregon is a 13 and a half point favorite. Um, that's a lot of points there. Um, there's some speculation about them losing their coach. Texas AM may come calling. Uh, maybe someone else will. I, I think, though, that Oregon's a really solid team. They have a veteran quarterback. And again, I think they're better than Michigan even. So I, I'd put them in the top four if that works out that way, um, if everything falls uh, in in that order. Outside of that, Dad, I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, rivalry games, but not a whole lot of necessarily great games uh, going in this week. But honestly, Dad, the in-state game here in Kentucky, Kentucky at Louisville, Louisville's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Kentucky's only won six games this year. And Louisville's ten and one, but they're—I don't know, Dad. I don't believe in Louisville um, either, and uh, and I, I think Kentucky might pull this one out, which is saying a lot because I've not been high on Kentucky this year. Yeah, I again, I I think um, there's a good chance Louisville would win this one. Just looking, you know, at the at the was the seasons that they've had, but again, when you get into these in-state games, you know. You talk about rivalry, you know, anything can really happen. It really can. Um, people will play, you know, better than they're, you know, than, than they have during the year. So it's, uh, there's really no gimmies when you get into those kind of games. You know, same way with Florida, Florida State, Clemson, South Carolina. Um, now, usually with Tennessee, Vanderbilt, there's usually, even though there have been surprises, I don't think there will be this year, hopefully. But, um, you know, any in-state game, um, you know, can, can be kind of close like that. I assume Georgia's probably playing Georgia Tech. And, um, you know, we, we'll just see how these go. They can be fun to watch, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, should be for a fun weekend at the very least. Uh, let's flip the switch over to the NFL, Dad, and uh, we'll get straight into our picks. There's been a lot of injuries going on this week. Um, and throughout the season as well. Joe Flacco's back in the league, signing with the Browns. Um, so a lot of fun things going on right now. That being said, um, we got a lot of games, and there's three on Thursday. So here's the way we're doing our pick six this week. We're picking uh, at least one Thursday game, and then we're picking Sunday night, Monday night, and then three other games of our choosing. 
So let's start with the Thursday game, Dad. Which Thursday game did you pick? Well, I, I kind of wanted to stay away from this game, but when I looked at all three of them with the, the spreads, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Green Bay-Detroit game. Um, I, I wasn't going to do that, but I didn't feel at all comfortable with the others. Uh, seven and a half, um, and Green Bay does have some injuries, um, but um, I'm going to pick Green Bay to at least cover um, you know, an interesting game here. I don't think Green Bay really doesn't have a lot to lose. I think they can play loose. Um, they got dominated earlier in the year by Detroit. Um, they'll have to be able to control the defense will have to play one of their better games. And you never know how Green Bay's defense is going to play. Um, apart from that, I think the offense has gotten better. They do have some injuries. Musgrave is out. Um, there, uh, we don't know for sure if, you know, Watts is going to play with as far as the concussion is concerned. And, um, so we'll, we'll see where it goes, but, um, I, I, you know, Detroit, you know, they're, they're going to be hyped up, but I, again, I, I, there's no question they'll be overconfident and, um, you know, cause they really want to control this. So I think if, if Green Bay can finally get a couple breaks, um, they can at least maybe cover this, and we'll just see where it goes. I've got an interesting feeling. Of course, I'm you know always optimistic when it comes to the Packers, but this would be a great, great upset. Probably one of the bigger, um, you know, in, in history in this rivalry if it does happen. So we'll see. Yeah, the Packers are so beat up. Uh, Aaron Jones will be out this week, running back. A.J. Dillon is questionable still. He may not play, which means Patrick Taylor, who they just claimed back from New England, uh, or James Robinson looks to be the running back, one of those two guys, if Dillon doesn't play. Um, again, Luke Musgrave being injured, most people won't care, and I don't think it really impacts them a ton. Um, he's good. Um, he's the better of the tight ends on the team, but I think at the end of the day, they're going to be okay at tight end. Um, I picked green Bay. Also Detroit is eight and O and their last, uh, eight Thanksgiving games, as far as covering the spread. And, um, but they were the underdogs in all of those. They're the favorites this year. So I'm going to go against it. I'm going to go with green Bay also, uh, plus seven and a half. That's a fair. That's a fair spread. I, I don't know. I, I kind of had that feeling too. That gut feeling that things are going to go well. Uh, but I've. I mean, like I've said for a while now, I don't care if the Packers lose. That helps the draft pick. And as long as the guys are getting better and getting opportunity, it's all good to me. If they win, great. That's fine as well. Um, all right. So we both picked that game for Thursday night. Now down to Sunday night's game. Uh, which is the Baltimore Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Chargers. If you've listened to this show ever, uh, you know my feelings about the Chargers. <laughs> I will not pick the Chargers. I refuse to pick the Chargers. So I, I gave Baltimore um, with a three-and-a-half points uh, favorite as well. I, to me, Baltimore um, is legit, and I think the Chargers need to fire their coach. So – I'm going to go Baltimore in this one. Which way do you go? Yeah, watching the Chargers last week with the Packer game, um, uh, this was, you know, this was an easy one, even on the road. And Baltimore, you know, needs this game to stay up uh, in the division there. And Baltimore is a real solid team, so it's pretty easy to pick Baltimore uh, three and a half over the Chargers. Yeah, I agree. Monday night, uh, Minnesota hosts 
the Chicago Bears. So you've got um, Hall of Fame quarterback Joshua Dobbs against Justin Fields and the Bears, uh, Minnesota three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, which way do you go with the Monday night game? Um, ben, I mean, again, I, I, I've not been for the Bears all year. Um, I don't really like Minnesota, but I like Dobbs. And being at home, three-and-a-half, I think Minnesota should handle the Bears fairly easily. Agreed um, as well. I Yeah, I'm all on. Uh, the Josh Dobbs train right now. Also, uh, Ty, uh, Ty Chandler's getting more carries in the running back position. He's been good. TJ Hawkinson's been amazing. Um, they've made things work in Minnesota. They continue to get better. And uh, Chicago wants to lose. Uh, no matter what anybody tells me, Chicago wants to lose. So, uh, I, yeah, I got Minnesota in this game as well. Chicago obviously can win this game. Um, they are... The, the talent gap is not as wide as it's been, especially with Justin Jefferson injured um, as well. But I think Minnesota gets this game uh, relatively easily, even on a Monday night. All right. So there's our picks for those three games. Uh, what's game number four for you this week? Um, I'll take the Friday game, the Black Friday game with Miami and the Jets. Um, Miami's favored by nine and a half. It's at the Jets. Um, I think the Jets are just a total mess, and I think Miami's a really good team, and I think Miami will cover this. I think Miami will blow them out, and um, so I'm going to take Miami over the Jets. Now, our buddy Tim Boyle is going to be the quarterback, and yeah. uh, we like him, but I don't think there's enough to go with him. You know, Miami's a good team, and again, they've, they've, they've got control of the division, and they need to keep that. So um, I picked the Miami game. So I did not pick this game. Uh, Tim Boyle, former, oops, EKU Colonel, uh, former Green Bay Packer. And um, he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. And uh, the Jets are struggling and, and things are rough there for sure. It's a conference game. Uh, the Jets are at home. It's on a Friday night. It's there's so many weird things about it. I I'm terrified of that game. Um, I I'd probably pick the Jets if I picked somebody in that game, I, I, but I stayed as far away from that one as possible. Um, I went for my fourth game, Dad, all aboard the Baker train. I'll just stay on it. I've been on it all season. Uh, he's a two and a half point underdog. The the Buccaneers are at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is fine, but they're really not. I don't think at this point they're better than Tampa. They're probably very equal. Um, so I think Tampa can get this game. And Tampa's still in the hunt in the uh, in the NFC South. Granted, technically Indianapolis is in the hunt also. Uh, but I, I just like Tampa in this one. So I went the Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. Two and a half point underdogs on Sunday at Indianapolis. Any thoughts on that game? Um, I didn't pick that game, but I almost did. I had it picked, and then I switched, and I would have picked Indianapolis being at home. Again, I like Baker, but I think Indianapolis has a lot to play for. Of course, so does Tampa. Um, I, I, I would have picked Indianapolis probably, but I, I did not pick that game. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's yeah, The owner for Indianapolis has been in the uh... – uh, the news this week, there's just so many outside things going on 
that I I feel pretty comfortable going with uh, <laughs> with the uh, the Buccaneers this week for sure. Um, okay, then game number five, Dad. Um, what's what's game number five for you this week? Um, I'm going to take an underdog. I'm a little surprised they're the underdog. I guess they are on the road, but I'll take New Orleans. Um, a half a point underdog to Atlanta. Again, I think Atlanta's got lots of problems. Um, New Orleans is, you know, has a chance to win their division. And uh, it seems to me like this is a game New Orleans will be able to win, even though it's on the road. Well, I mean, they all have a chance to win the division. If if Atlanta wins, they're tied for first in the division. There you go. Um, Tampa wins and Atlanta wins. They're all three tied for first in the division. The, I stayed away from this one, too, because I had no idea which way to go with it. Um, Ritter's, he's got the security for the rest of the year now at quarterback. Maybe that helps them out. Um, the, obviously the pressure is going to be on the coaching staffs to figure things out. Um, my goodness, I didn't know where to go. I probably would have picked new Orleans had I picked this game, but I was staying away from this one for sure. Um, one thought though, dad, uh, to go back to my last pick with the Buccaneers They're seven and three this year against the spread. Um, the Baker train has been a, a solid pick, by the way, all, all year long. Um, let's see here. That was your game number five. My game number five. Uh, how about the New York football giants? Three and eight on the year. Uh, a quarterback that no one's ever heard of until this year. At home, they're a three and a half point underdog to the two and eight New England Patriots. This game is, is unwatchable, in my opinion. Uh, but... <laughs> I'll take the Giants, three and a half point underdogs here. And to me, I don't know. I feel pretty, pretty confident about that pick. What are your thoughts on that one? Again, I'm, I'm kind of on that one like you were with my last pick. I, I have no, no, no idea, know where that one's going to go. You just never know what either team's going to do. I thought the Giants were out of it, and then they rallied and played well last week. You know, New England has seemed to be in trouble all year, but then they'll win a game. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I have no idea. And so I definitely stayed away from that one. Okay. Uh, and your last game of the week, who did you pick? Um, we'll take the Los Angeles Rams favored by a half a point over Arizona. Um, it's on the road. It is at Arizona. I think again, if Stafford is playing, I think the Rams, um, are probably the better team. Um, you know, you said Arizona needs to lose. Arizona's played good at times, and I guess they've got Murray back now. Um, but I, I just, it, it looks to me like it would make sense the Rams would win this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, Dad. This is another one, just like the Atlanta New Orleans one. Same spread, kind of same situation. I mean, I think Arizona wants to lose. So I think that's in favor of your Rams pick, but I don't know that the Rams are any better than Arizona is right now um, as well. So I stayed away from that one for that reason. Um, my last pick, Dad, I, I'm going to go Philadelphia, the home favorites against Buffalo. It's a dangerous spot. Buffalo has to figure things out quickly. Uh, Philadelphia's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Philadelphia, Dad, 6-2-2 two and two against the spread. Uh, Buffalo's four and seven this year. And so I feel pretty confident big game this past week with Philadelphia and Kansas city. 
Philadelphia showed out. And uh, so I went with Philadelphia uh, in this one. Although I admit I'm a little worried just because at any moment Buffalo can go off. But they seem like maybe they're in a little bit of trouble as well. Um, uh, right now, just, uh, they fired their offensive coordinator and they have not been playing well. There's rumors of Stefan Diggs even before the season started not being happy. So there's a lot going on there. What are your thoughts, Philadelphia and Buffalo? Um, I would have picked Philadelphia also if I would have picked this. But like you said, it's a little scary because Buffalo, if they're going to get back in it, um, you know, is going to have to play well. I don't know that they're going to be able to. Like you said, there's things going on there. And, um, you know, this may be Buffalo going down here. And if it does, then it's going to be be a, a wild at the end of the year for sure. I really think that this is going to be one of the better weeks of NFL football right now. Um, there's a lot of interesting games going on this week that um, maybe don't mean a lot to a lot of people, but they should be good games. Let's go back to Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. We already covered Green Bay and Detroit. Um, Dallas will host Washington. Dallas, 10.5-point favorites. To me, there's no question that Dallas um, will win this game. But they win it by 10.5. I mean, they should. Uh, I don't know if they will or not, but I don't think the commanders are a threat this weekend. No, I, I mean, I, I like you said, will they win it by 10 and a half? I think there's a better chance they win it by 20 and a half. I mean, oh, Dallas, wow. Dallas has really played well. And, um, you know, Washington struggled a lot last. You know, this is a big rivalry game in a lot of ways. But uh, being at home and on Thanksgiving, um, I, you know, I think Dallas will handle this. I almost picked this to 10 and a half. Didn't really scare me a lot on this one. Wow. 20 and a half. We'll see how that one breaks down. Um, <laughs> San Francisco is at Seattle on Thursday night. Uh, another division game. All three games are division games on Thursday. Um, Seattle's played surprisingly well again this year. But San Francisco's defense has been the the difference in a lot of games. Uh, and, and their seven wins, uh, their defense has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, that being said, the Lions six and a half, even though it's on the road, I, I think San Francisco wins this game. And I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of doubt um, when it's all said and done. Uh, I think this will be a convincing win by San Francisco. Well, I, I think it could be. San Francisco's a very good team, but Seattle's a team that kind of scares me to pick against because you just don't know. And they're at home, and it's a division game, and it's on you know on Thanksgiving. Um, that one just scared me. You know, this may be one of these games when all of a sudden Geno Smith and Seattle they're all ready to go. So um, you know, I th that one. That one worried me a little bit. Uh, San Francisco should win. I would think San Francisco will. Um, but, you know, this you, you, that one scares me because Seattle, you just don't know. Yeah, 49ers have not played uh, in a lot of close games this year. They started off the year winning 30-7. to uh, They beat the Rams by a touchdown. They beat the Giants by 18 uh, the Cardinals by at least, what, 16, 18, something like that as well, uh, 19. They beat the Cowboys by 32. They lost to the Browns by two. They lost to the Vikings by five. But then they got uh, – and then they lost to the Bengals. They won a three-game losing streak. And then they blew out the Jaguars 34-3, to and they beat Tampa last week 27-14. When they're right on defense, things are going to go smoothly for them. I'm not too concerned about that one. And But the other thing to think about, Dad, with this one is – Next week, the 49ers play 
uh, the Eagles. And uh, so maybe they do look ahead a little bit, and maybe that gives Seattle a chance uh, there as well. Uh, we already talked about Friday's Miami and New York matchup. Uh, this game dead on Sunday, to me, it's the, the one that I look forward to the most. Jacksonville and Houston. Houston is hosting. They're the underdogs by one and a half points. Um, this is for first place in the division. Uh, Houston, did Houston already beat Jacksonville once? Um, or was that, another, that may have been. I'm not sure about that. Um, but either way, this is, I, to me, this is a game that I'm looking at as something I'm, I think is going to be a lot of fun. Something I, I want to see. Yes. Houston beat Jacksonville in week three, 37 to 17. Um, Houston has proven to be legit. Devin Singletary, the running back, has been phenomenal these last two weeks. And Jacksonville, you just never know what you're going to get with them. They've yet to be consistent. Um, so I'm curious, which way do you go with Houston and Jacksonville this week? Yeah, this will be, like I said, a very, um, very interesting game. It'll tell us something. You know, if Jacksonville is going to control the division, then they'll need to show up and play. If Houston is for real, which in a lot of ways I think they are, boy, if they win this one, then they're really, you know, uh, they're in control in a lot of ways. So it'll be a fun game to watch. You know, I like C.J. Stroud. Uh, I like what the new coach has done there in Houston. And, um, of course, I like to coach in Jacksonville also. So I think you're right. This will be one of the more fun games to pay attention to. Uh, Cincinnati hosts Pittsburgh. Cincinnati is the underdog in this game by 0.5 points. These these 0.5s, all these games, were a little scary to me. Cincinnati without Joe Burrow makes me think Pittsburgh's the team to win this one. Um, I think it's going to be a close division battle No, either way that it goes. Uh, how do you feel about Pittsburgh at Cincinnati? Yeah, it's a hard one to figure with the backup quarterback again. In some ways, I'd say Cincinnati could beat um, Pittsburgh even with a backup quarterback, but Pittsburgh's defense is tough. So can Cincinnati, you know, score points? Um, Pittsburgh has not really got going offensively. And um, I was a little surprised that maybe Pittsburgh was favored. But, um, yeah, I, I again, the, this one could go either way. And, um, you know, that division, like I said, was one of the tougher divisions. But now you're going to have a couple of the bottom teams uh, maybe falling out of the hunt here. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in just a minute. Uh, Tennessee and Carolina, I have zero interest in watching this game. Tennessee's three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They should win because, well, Carolina stinks. But let's face it, Tennessee stinks too. Um, does Carolina get their second win of the season? Or does Tennessee kind of stay in the hunt briefly <laughs> with the four and seven record. Yeah, this is definitely two juggernauts, like you said. So we will see. Um, I would think Tennessee will probably find a way to win this. Um, but, you know, that this is a game Carolina, um, you know, again, if they play well, maybe they, they, they could win again. You know, there's a couple games, a new England game and this game, I, you know, not games you want to tune into in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take Carolina in this one. Uh, they have no reason to lose. They don't have their own draft picks, so they they want to win. Um, Tennessee stinks, so uh, give give me Carolina in this one. Uh, Denver and Cleveland. I look at it and go, I don't really want to watch this game either, but 
Cleveland's in second place in their division and a game behind first place. Denver is one of the hotter teams in the league right now. Um, yet I still don't want to watch this game. Cleveland's defense is good. I, I don't think they have the quarterback to do the job. So I'll go Denver in this game. Um, yeah, this is a hard one to pick. I mean, of course, I will watch the game here because being a Cleveland game, it'll be on TV here where I'm at. Um, but Cleveland has such a dominant defense. Um, I really would have picked Cleveland, except like you said, Denver's on a little bit of a roll and they're at home. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't know. Cleveland needs to win this to stay in the hunt in the division. Um, you know, their defense is just really dominant and their defense can win games. I don't think they're as dominant as San Francisco, but they can win games a lot like San Francisco does um, there. And, um, you know, the Broncos have played better, but, um, I, you know, it won't surprise me if Cleveland finds a way to win this. Uh, but maybe Denver's on a roll and they're going to salvage the season here. Uh, last game that we haven't discussed yet is Kansas City, nine and a half point favorites on the road against the division opponent, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Kansas City. Um, they had a tough loss, Dad. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling did what he did in Green Bay, dropped the yep. pass when he would have got a touchdown. And all I could do is just go, yep, that's what he does. Um, that being said, Kansas City's really good. Um, in my opinion, they're the best team in the AFC. The Raiders really stink. Um, so I, to me, this is an easy pick for Kansas City to win. Nine and a half. I mean, I think they'll they'll cover that, but uh, they're definitely going to win. Yeah, I, again, Kansas City is definitely the better team, and um, they should win, uh, no doubt about it. You know, some of these games, when I see them, I think back of, you know, years ago, boy, you know, the Raiders and the Chiefs. But uh, that's 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 not where the Raiders – this is not the same Raiders team that that used to be. Um, I, there was one other game I forget we talked about earlier, you know, it was kind of a rivalry, and I thought, yeah, but this isn't the same – you know, these aren't the same same teams. So I think it was uh, Washington and Dallas, you know. Um, boy, quite the rivalry. But, again, this isn't the old Washington team. So um, – you know, Kansas City should rebound and um, and and be able to win this one without any problem. I was thinking about this today, Dad. If I'm going to put the AFC teams in tiers, um, to me, Kansas City is, is in tier number one, and they're there by themselves. And then I've got Miami and Baltimore in the second tier as really good um, and, and I think can contend. I just don't think they're at the Kansas City level yet. And then after that, I've got Buffalo, who surprisingly enough should, I mean, they should not be in tier three, but that's where they are. Jacksonville, Houston in that same category. But I don't have Cleveland there. I don't have Pittsburgh there. I don't have Cincinnati there anymore. I don't have Denver, um, you know, the Jets. To me, it's it's basically those top three teams are the only contenders, but I think Kansas City's the clear best of those three teams. When you're looking at Kansas City, Baltimore, and Miami, and maybe you'd throw another team in there, I don't. Um, how, how do you feel about the AFC and where they're at right now? Well, right now, I, I you know, um, with with seven games left, it, things are really up in the air. I mean, Kansas City could control it and be the dominant team over there. 
Um, Miami could. Um, you know, they have a lot of talent. Um, you know, it's looked like that Baltimore had the team, then they've stumbled a little bit. I think those probably are the top three teams, even though I think, um, you know, Cleveland could kind of be in the discussion, but when they lost a quarterback, that did kind of change things um, there. Buffalo's going to have to get on a winning streak here to get back in the, in, the, in those. You know, before they would have definitely been in the discussion, no doubt about it there. Um, but um, I, I think you have the right top three teams. But to say, oh, yeah, I, I don't know if Kansas City will come out on top at this point. They may get the number one seed, um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Miami has allowed as many points as the Chargers um, and the Patriots this year. And that's why I've got them below Kansas City is because defensively, I don't think they're where they need to be. Offensively, sure. Um, they've been very good. But them and Baltimore are neck and neck offensively. Defensively, uh, Miami is the third I think third worst team defensively as far as points allowed goes behind Denver, uh, Indianapolis, and who's the other one? Um, well, now I lost the other one. Uh, Denver, Indianapolis. Oh, they're third. So, yeah, they're, they're third after those two teams. So, that's why I don't trust Miami just yet. I don't think their defense is where it needs to be. Um, where do you put Houston? And that and that scheme of things, because uh, they've been impressive. Do you put them even with Jacksonville or over Jacksonville um, or below Jacksonville? Right now, I'd put them right about in the same category. But again, with them playing this week, that'll kind of straighten that out. Um, Houston is good and they're a lot of fun. And I'm glad they're doing well. Um, are they going to you know, get in the playoffs? I think there's a good chance they will. Um, you know, are they a team that can make noise in the playoffs? Um, I, you know, I, I don't know because again, you've got three or four teams that I think are definitely better, um, than they are, but uh, Houston has been a great story. And again, I'm all for them. I think they made a great choice with the coach and, you know, I think CJ Stroud <laughs> is doing good and proves has proved, you know, that he was the, he was the more the, the better quarterback coming out in this class. Yeah. And, um, so I think Houston is headed in the next couple of years to really be a team to be reckoned with. Whether they're quite there this year, I'm not sure. In the NFC, Dad, it's kind of similar. I've got Philadelphia in tier number one. I got Dallas and San Francisco in tier number two uh, as those three teams being the contenders, in my opinion. Uh, then tier three, I would put Detroit. Um, and maybe even Seattle in that 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 category. And then you have to drop down a whole nother tier for whatever's next, Minnesota, um, any of the NFC South teams. I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it's Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco's uh, division to run with. And of those those teams, Dad, Dallas really is the most balanced team as far as really good scoring offense, and a really solid defense. Now, San Francisco's got a better defense, but their offense isn't as good. Philadelphia kind of straddles between uh, on offense. Uh, they're actually the lowest of those three teams, Philadelphia, Dallas, and San Francisco. They've scored less points than San Francisco has. Um, and defensively, they have allowed more points than, than those two teams also. 
but still, I, I take Philadelphia over those two teams. So is there a is there a fourth team in the NFC we should be worried about, or is it just those three teams? Um, well, I, I think you would have uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco in Tier 1 and Dallas and Detroit in Tier 2. Um, Detroit, you know, you have to look at their, you know, their record right now. Again, are they going to be a real factor in the playoffs? Um, I don't think so. Um, but again, I think we're just looking at, at, at their team as a whole. Um, I don't think they're as good as Dallas, but if you're going to put them in tiers, I would put those two teams in tier two and San Francisco and Philadelphia in tier one. Um, you know, unless Detroit really goes in the tank, um, which they may, you know, they've once they almost lost to the bears last week. So, um, we we'll see how that goes. I just don't think Detroit's a Super Bowl contender. And because of that, I can't put them in tier two. Um, they're clearly the best team in the North. Um, and they're going to make the playoffs and, and, and they might even get a buy. Um, that's a possibility still. But to me, I don't think anyone looks at the Lions. Anybody in the NFC looks at the Lions and go, oh, no, we don't want to play them in the playoffs. Like, I think that's the matchup you want in the playoffs. Um, You know, Goff's been to a Super Bowl. The team plays hard. Hutchinson has been great. Uh, But at the end of the day, they're just not a complete team yet. They're just in a really bad conference. And they've been fortunate enough to play six of their 10 games in conference so far. And so uh, it puts them in a good spot for sure. Uh, but they're also the um, basically the third best defense in the uh, in the conference, which is not where you want to be if you want to win win championships. Uh, their offense is the best in their division, but um, you know I don't know. I, I don't trust them, which is why I'd put them down a little further than Dallas. Um, now, Dallas could lose on any given day, but I think they're dynamic enough um, that that they are above Detroit, in my opinion. All right, Dad, uh, any Thanksgiving thoughts or other other NFL thoughts before we go? No, like you said, a lot of football this weekend. Of course, Thanksgiving is a great time to remember all the things we need to be uh, thankful for and all the things that the Lord has done for us. Um, and again, you know, uh, it's a great time, you know, for football fans, no doubt about it. And, um, of course we've got basketball, college basketball, pro basketball, um, a lot goes on during Thanksgiving, um, weekend from that standpoint, uh, there. So again, um, you know, looking forward to the Thanksgiving weekend here and, um, and just thankful for the blessings that I have. Uh, definitely, definitely. And, uh, so we want to thank our listeners for always tuning in, downloading and, uh, watching. We pre- appreciate you all. We appreciate righteous felon jerky and their partnership with us. Uh, make sure you go to righteous Use that promo code S T O V E one five stove 15. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. I think they're going to be doing some 20% offs as well. Uh, through the holiday season. So get on there, use that code. You may get a little extra off um, also, but I'm telling you, you're going to love the jerky if you've not had it. If you have had it, then what are you waiting for? Um, order more right now. It's going to be a fun week of family, food, and football. I hope that you all have an opportunity 
to enjoy it this weekend as well. There is a lot else going on that we're not covering today. We'll talk probably some more baseball next week um, as the free agency and trades and the Shohei Otani uh, sweepstakes are in full force. So we'll get into that in later episodes. Uh, tune in Monday night for the Sports Stove local hour covering EKU Sports. And, of course, every Wednesday night we'll be right back here on YouTube. And you can always catch the audio version uh, down the road uh, the, the following morning uh, wherever you get your podcast as well. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in to this Thanksgiving edition of the Sports Stove podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. <laughs>